Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The figure was at the side of my bed, and it looked like it leaned down to me, and it told me everyone and everything is lost. Wow. Whoa. This guy. Chocolate rain. Welcome to Weird Tales on the Unexplainable. I am Adam Sissington. As always, with me, Bob Shoy, Beef. Cool. Today we're talking about sleep paralysis. Mm-hmm. What's any information? Any previous Before knowledge of it? We get going on sleep paralysis. Okay. Um, I've got a little bit of like. Cleaning up today. <laughs> not, not that. Yeah, Should have done that but, before we come on the pod. Um, I was contacted a few weeks ago on Twitter uh, by someone correcting me, and I promised them I would correct myself on the show. But this was like three episodes ago. But on the number station episode, I mistakenly said that the first number station was being spoken in Polish, and it was actually German. You idiot. Yeah, I know. So, um, thanks at, uh, at Anissa May for contacting me on Twitter and shouting me down, putting me in my place. Yeah. Also, them videos we watched last week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I researched the miracle videos okay. on the thing, right? When we were, we were watching the two miracle videos from last week. Yeah. Um, our reactions are very, like, silent because we're, like, what we're watching. Yeah. yeah. Right? And then when I put them on the blog, looked them up. Right, expecting mm-hmm. to find falsities because I'm always I'm always digging for a falsity. Yeah. Second one, false. Yeah, that looks false. First one, one hundred percent true. Yeah, that looks true. Mm. Where did you find that? Because I tried looking for it and I couldn't find the source of it. I couldn't find where it came from. What the second one? It no, was... no, the the one the the one of the kid being run over. I it was I found it. It was a clip from an American news. Huh. Um. American news program okay. where they were reporting it and they were talking about it on the American news show. Um, the other one, which is really weird, a lot of people have, like, more, you, if you search for it, it comes up, is this uh, proof of a miracle and stuff like that. If you dig and dig, you find out it's actually, um, this is really weird what it actually is as well. It's actually a piece of guerrilla marketing for a Chinese only released computer game. Really? Yeah, but they never... Because it's guerrilla marketing. It doesn't say, like, this is for this game. So, and because it was only released in China, pretty much everyone in the rest of the world was like, it's a miracle. And the game company never came out and was like, no, we made that. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. So but they it, just let it hang. Yeah. 
But that's what it was. What, the second clip? The second clip. The, the second clip did look ridiculous. Mm. That's the one way of like transporting. It's a teleportation right? one, yeah. But the one of the kid being run over, honestly, I'll apologise for that because it looks like I didn't bother finding out where my source is from, which I should well, do. I, that's I terrible. Because I had to dig them out to put them on the blog. And then when I was putting them on the blog, I was like, you know, look into this. And then I found out. when You know what? When I found out the first one was actually true, got a little bit chilled. Yeah, it's amazing. I was like, whoa. Because normally it's like people don't know if it's true or not. And there's a bit of debunking. There's a bit of faith and whatever. And I was expecting a little bit of both and not really being sure where my opinion laid. But finding out it was 100% real footage really uh, chilled me a little bit. Because when, I, when mm. I searched for it, I just found people's reactions to it and it took me to like Reddit and mm-hmm. um, like social media sites. But I couldn't find the source for it. So that's really interesting. Hmm. So that's um, other business. You can move on with this show. So sorry for hijacking it. That's all right. <laughs> well, you asked for our opinion and our, our input. <laughs> I didn't ask for I any opinions. out of my input from previous shows. <laughs> Nothing to do with this one. Any opinions on sleep paralysis before we start? Any previous with it? I've kind of done what what Bob usually does in that I haven't looked into it. So I I watched a documentary about it years ago. No, yeah, I did. I I um I looked. I, I saw a documentary on it years ago. Um, but that was only very. Was minimal. that on Channel Four? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay. Okay, but no. Apart from that, I don't really know much. I'm excited. I, I really don't know anything about it. I wasn't even aware of what it was until you mentioned it to me a few weeks ago. Okay. Um, so I'm interested. So first of all, I need an explanation for exactly what it is. Okay. And I've heard a few people tell me their experience of it, but without really kind of knowing what it is at the same time. Yeah. So, yeah, just give me an idiot's explanation to what it actually is. Okay. So sleep paralysis is well. There's two way. There's two things about it. Um, first of all, it's when you when they fall asleep and they'll wake up in the middle of the night and they can look around but they can't move any of their body mm-hmm. and sometimes it's just like that it's just you what you just sort of like have the feeling of awake and you're looking around the room and you can't move and then eventually it'll pass but sometimes you'll hallucinate okay these things uh sometimes it can be a shadow figure that will come in uh sometimes it'll be an old hag <laughs> and so yeah Sometimes it'll be a demon. Right. Well, and everyone experiences one of these three things. That's the weird thing. Everyone around the world experiences one of these three things usually. Hmm. They're like the prominent ones. I'm not saying that no one has anything else, but in all my research, I haven't found much else. So if um, someone's experiencing sleep paralysis, Mm -hmm. like roughly how long will like an episode of it last? How long will you be frozen then? Um, it's hard to tell because they don't, they can't really. Oh, they have like no no recollection of time. Almost like dreaming. You don't know how long you've been exactly. Dreaming. Yeah, yeah, okay. totally. That's kind of what I heard. I'd heard about the the old hag thing, as you so eloquently put it. Yeah. Um, and I that's the only thing I know about it is that there are instances where people have said that like she's got on people's chests and then like yeah. so started to like throttle them that is really prominent sometimes she just sits on their chest and it, they find it really hard to breathe mm. and it's like they're being killed so what's the Hold difference them. between so you said one what well, some people get like a shadowy figure mm-hmm. other people get this old hag yeah 
and then more people get like a demon. Well, not more people. No, but there's some people get some people between all three. Do you? So the people saying, "Oh, I saw like a demon." Do you think they're seeing the shadowy person as well? And it's the same person, just different gig. Could be. Huh. It's very strange. So what um brought it to your attention? What made you want to do the show on it? Uh, one of my friends a long time ago told me about it, and it freaked me out because I didn't know about it, and it just I just remembered it the other day. But I know one of my friends, Richie, who I've got an interview with. Oh, um, awesome. Recorded, pre-recorded, um, has had uh, experiences with the old hag. Mm, really? Only one with the old hag. He's had loads of experiences with sleep paralysis. But he's had one, which I've got recorded, of his account of his time with the old hag. What's the least common one? Um... It's hard to tell. Really, it's just not really hard it. It wasn't yeah. like everyone gets this and not many people get this one. It's can just we, different accounts. Can we give her a name? I don't like old hag. Let's give her a name. A lot of people call her the old hag. Really? <laughs> Haggy. <laughs> Saggy old hag it is then. Yeah. Um, Sorry, there was mate. a village in, in Africa that I saw on one of the programs that I was watching where the whole village suffered from it, but it was a shadow man. Uh, and then so they start. The whole village, was the whole village was suffering from. Like it would, it, he would visit each of them, all the men. What at the same time? Or uh, no, it'd be different times. So what's the belief then? It's not um, a sleep disorder, but because if people are all experiencing it, um, like you're saying, like in a village, everyone's everyone in this village experiences it. Yeah, that's more than a sleep disorder because yeah, that would affect like one person or mm. a few people every now and then. If it's specific to a location yeah which well, i actually have my own sleep paralysis story to share later in the show show okay. off blow off um which is about a location so yeah what is it generally believed that it is um i mean it's really open mm. really open no one can explain it so when um say when the shadowy man comes in yeah let's call him slender man comes in that's when when he comes in, okay. Um, does he say anything or do anything, or is it just does he? Just no, there's stand no there? words. It's just he'll he'll either stand by the bed or stand like just in your peripheral, but just like out of sight, like the real Slenderman. Yeah, is that what Slenderman's based on? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> just checking. What um, about um, what about? So you said that some people experience like a demonic figure coming in is that the same as do they is there no interaction no talking nothing happens to them what no. about this village did they um the way they uh i don't know if they stopped it completely but they were carrying um scripture from the quran rolled up in something and kept it on their person to ward off the bad spirit so it's a spiritual thing but they thought it was because hmm. i've um like we, we get people i know of people who have experienced this kind of stuff. It's funny that you said about when you mentioned about the Quran, because we get people and, and I think at some point my wife has experienced it as well, where you get um, like you just, you wake up and, and you feel awake, but you are just, it feels like you're just so fearful and you can't explain it. And you feel mm. like a horrible presence around you. Yeah. And the reason you, no, I mentioned it is because you said, and these people then tend to like get the Bible out and start reading the Bible or something to try and, calm themselves down I suppose and... but with sleep paralysis you can't move 
Well, that's yeah, that's what. But some people have said that they. It's like you know when you people say that they're like incapable, they can't move, but they're so they're so struck by fear they can't. Yeah. So I don't know if that's the same thing. Frozen, so scared stiff. Scared stiff, yeah, yeah. Mm, could be. Is it um, you know, you say you can't move. Yeah. Is it like? Does it feel just like nothing? Like you're solid. Yeah. Or does it feel like someone's holding you? Um, like paralysis, like it's just pure. You can't pure control. You can't move anything. There's no. not like one part of your body. Which, but you said about it feels like someone's sitting on you sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So that's like on your chest. So people will say like sometimes that it's like a certain part of them is like being held down. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, sometimes. Well, some some of the stories. There's one dude um, who actually got like sexually assaulted. By the Shadow Man. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He was sleeping on his on his back on uh, on his front, sorry, and he actually got like raped. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm not joking. Like what? By the Shadow Man. Yeah. What? And he felt it. Yeah. Physically, or he just mentally felt it. Are you talking about Bicentennial Man? Bicentennial Man. Is that? Is that <laughs> <That's> the Robin <laughs> Isn't there a scene in that where he? Like, what? Yeah, I swear there's a scene in that film where they like someone gets touched up because he can be invisible. Bicentennial Man? No, that's Robin Williams. He's a robot. Which it's is like the a one I've been talking Family friendly. Is it maybe you thinking it's... of the Hollow Man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to cut this. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> is it like the Hollow Man? I've never seen Hollow Man. Oh, you need to. We, what all these films we need to watch. Yeah, no. It's yeah. every week we discover a new film. <laughs> it feels like a B movie. It's got um. Who's in that? Not Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon, yeah. Is it Kevin Bacon? Yeah, Kevin Bacon's in that. He's not the Hollow Man, is he? Fuck you. Hmm. The the demon thing goes back uh, two thousand years actually as well. There's, really? There's um scriptures and paintings, like uh, I don't think they're hieroglyphics, but whatever it is for not non Egyptians, you know, <laughs> like paintings on the wall. Arabic. And, yeah, something like that of like demons and depicting like demons coming when you sleep. Wait, and stuff like that. Go back. He got raped. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah I feel so... like we glossed over that yeah, really quickly. Yeah, I can't let that drop. So hang on a second. Like, the, I'll bring up the clip. I'll bring up the clip. You've got a clip. So, um, so, so, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So, while you're searching, <clears throat> this person, this man, was he woke up or didn't wake up or whatever happens, saw the demon. Yep. And he came and like. Mounted him. mounted him. I'll let him tell it. I'll let him tell it. I don't know what the copyright is on this, so you might have to. Oh, I think we're beyond yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> playing Beatles songs and the other ones. True. Okay. It's made of a normal childhood. Mark Gillen has suffered from particularly disturbing nocturnal attacks since he was a teenager, and still finds them difficult to talk about. Um, I was only about seventeen um, when this first happened to me. I went to bed as normal. Fell asleep, um, enjoying a good sleep. When probably in the middle of the night, um, I was wakened um, by the, the feeling that someone was in the room. I couldn't explain who it was. I didn't know who it was. Um, I then felt being totally paralysed. The fact that I could not move at all. It was as if the, the power that was there, the energy was able to control my body. I was being held down um, 
from from the back. I could feel his hands on me. I could feel that it was a man. I could feel the size of him. I knew that the size of the, the, the person that was there. Um, it was a fully grown man. What happened next was was a sexual act. As if I could feel him pushing himself on top of me, I thought I was going to die. I thought that they were going to kill me. When, when the paralysis uh, eventually went away, I felt as if the presence had withdrawn into the corner in the room, that there was some creaking, not literally moving, but it was creaking as if there was something there. Mark's alleged ordeals have been so severe that they've caused a strain in his relationship with his fiancée. Vary refuses to talk about this um, for one reason. Um, we've been through a terrible time with it. I think the fact that I've not been able to cope with this, as well as what I should have done, has actually contributed towards a lot of the problems that we've actually had in the relationship. Um, I still hold possibly a lot of anger. I still have a lot of feelings in my mind as to, you know, what's happened to me. Um, have I been going mad? I'm, I'm fed up with, with going, to, going to bed and worrying. Mark's attacks are horrifyingly real to him. Wow. Wow, okay. Um, what do you think about that, though? Well, you guys know that I... And obviously, I wouldn't be considering doing a demonic possession episode if I didn't believe it was true. Mm-hmm. So you guys know that's my stance on it. I think with stuff like that, although that's quite extreme, I think when people feel like their bodies being like they're being messed with or they're being attacked in some way, that yeah, maybe there's like a demonic presence behind that. That's um, so that. Uh, it's weird for me to get my head around this sleep paralysis thing because I've come into this really knowing nothing about it so this is all like um, slap in the face <laughs> hang on so he was raped by a demon Basically. is what he's saying yeah but you can tell from watching and we'll put it on the blog so <laughs> viewers can see it but um, like you can tell he's he's genuinely terrified but he's also he's reliving it it's like he's reliving it as if he was genuinely assaulted what about so a man didn't just go in there and hold him down yeah that's what I, that's what I was thinking like I was thinking yeah maybe yeah, he with was his wife just... in bed next to him oh I didn't realise she not was wake in up? bed next to him well no because sleep paralysis I feel like if that you're was paralysed, happening in bed next right? to me I'd wake up you're <laughs> paralysed I mean you'll hear in Richie's interview later he was in bed with his girlfriend at the time oh when he had his paralysis episode so he was already sleeping on his front and he just woke up who, Richie? No, this no, guy. No, this this guy. guy was sleeping on his back. I didn't, no, yeah, sorry, on his front. So he was, okay, so he was ready. If that's what he said, then... Because if it was that he turned around or like the, like he started to move about, then I, I don't know, maybe he wouldn't wake up, I guess. What do um, scientists think about this? Um, Give us logic. Give us I would like to something. hear, yeah, a scientific response as to what they say is there's no real they acknowledge sleep paralysis as they think yeah I guess I mean I don't know I always ask the questions that the person hasn't researched yeah (laughs) oh hang on please look and sign up you guys keep going I'm gonna I'm gonna look at it Uh, I was gonna ask something else 
I think there's oh. a lot of theories surrounding it, but... When someone says um, a demon, how do they differentiate the fact that they saw a demon to they saw a man? Is it the classic, like... It's pure. He's got horns, he's got cloven hooves. Uh, the 2,000 years ago scriptures and paintings are red, red devil demons. Oh, right, okay. So they actually see it as red. But... Yeah, yeah, they do. I thought, like, no matter what they saw, it was always, like, the black outline. The hag was a black outline. But it's actually, like, a an old woman. It actually seems like an old woman. Oh, that is, yeah, yeah, the old hag is totally a woman. Not just a black but outline. But she could be a demon by all standards, right? Hmm. Demons come in all forms. I found some interesting stuff here. Go on. So I'm on the NHS website, which, uh, for you guys not listening in the UK, that's our National Health Service. Yep. And they they obviously recognise that sleep paralysis is a thing, and it says sleep paralysis is a temporary inability to move or sleep speak that happens when you're waking up or less commonly falling asleep. So it just says although you're awake, your body's briefly paralysed, after which you can move and speak as normal, and it can last from a few seconds to several minutes. Mm. So they've said what causes it, which is what you asked earlier. Yeah. It's normal for your muscles to be paralysed at certain times when you're asleep. Sleep paralysis occurs when the mechanism that causes your muscles to relax during sleep temporarily persists after you've woken up. Sleep paralysis can sometimes be a symptom of narcolepsy. And then it goes on talking about how to get help and treating it. So, you, oh, so they believe it is a treatable... But they don't mention any hallucinations that come alongside it? Um, nothing there's mentioned, because I guess then that's that goes into a whole spiritual... Sphere yeah, but they could be like, well, scientifically, you can hallucinate, and sometimes this can cause hallucinations. I guess it's a difficult but thing. But they're just not acknowledging the hallucination. Because they say here that it, um, it's some people experience it once or twice in your lifetime, others experience it more regularly. So I guess it's not the easiest thing to do research that on. That makes it sound like everyone's going to get it. No, just as some people might experience it at some point yeah, in their the rest life. of you more regularly. But they, they like, they, um, they mesh it together with your sleeping habits. So the NHS are saying that they that something that causes it is is bad sleeping habits. So if you I don't know irregular sleeping hours. Yeah, which is this is this is the problem that my my wife has because her sleep okay. habits are terrible. Why so? So uh, yeah, um, uh, just because well for your own choice. Rachel goes to bed. She goes to bed late and gets up early for work in the morning, and it tells you how to improve your sleep habits. Um, or you can have a short course of. Oh, that's interesting. They prescribe a short course of antidepressant medication um, to treat severe sleep paralysis. So may, they maybe they're liking it, likening it to mental health. Hmm. That's interesting. Hmm. I think this is on his phone. It's really good that that's actually a clip because you telling me that story seemed ridiculous. And yeah. then reading that story. Um, when I heard the guy's actual um, retelling of it, it felt much more traumatic to yeah. me. When Tiss told it, I was like, well, what's we the being, punchline? Yeah. We were being crude. Yeah. Like <laughs> we were being crude. I'm man enough to admit. It really happened. Say. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry about that. If you're listening to this episode. And you didn't like that, mm. I am sorry. Sufferers all believe at the time that they're actually awake. Like well, that's they, what it says. They, don't, they yeah. don't think that they're asleep or that they're dreaming. It's definitely real to them. Yeah, so they're saying that the mechanism, whatever that is, whatever the scientific mechanism is that keeps your muscles still or like keeps them, whatever, paralysed whilst you're asleep, but that then 
doesn't stop. Like usually it stops when you wake up. But usually it happens in the middle of the night. So maybe you're waking up halfway through and your muscles don't communicate with your brain to tell the muscles that you're awake. So you're awake in your mind, but not in your body. So maybe the guy who controls your brain goes off and makes a coffee. Like puts like wake up mode on. The guy... The guy in your brain would be awake. It's your guy who's controlling the body. Oh, he's gone off for a coffee, yeah. Milk and two sugars or something. That's a ridiculous um, way of explaining it, but that's the way it works in my head. So, Tis, you said you did an interview with someone you know about sleep paralysis. Yeah. Should should we give that a listen? Yeah, let's do it. So what happened on that experience was I was with my ex at that point, and we were just sleeping in my beds and then I got induced into I went into um the sleep paralysis and at that point I was quite used to it actually mm-hmm. so I wasn't like scared or anything like that it was just a point where I was just like oh I'm in sleep paralysis yeah I just gotta wait out like it was kind of at that point where I just nothing really phased me and I didn't really have any bad experiences for a while okay so, so you, you were just paralyzed but nothing came out of it it was just pure paralysis yeah at that point i was just like having a lot of sleep paralysis but i was kind of used to it at that point Mm -hmm. because i had it so much so i was just used to it um so i was just sleeping there uh and then mama she um she used to work till 12 and she would like come back at that point and then i was in sleep paralysis and obviously you're aware of everything that's happening around you yeah yeah Obviously hallucinating on some stuff, but you can hear shit. You can hear people talking and stuff. So I heard the key go downstairs, like, uh, and I don't hear my mum go hello or anything like that because she's like comes back late. She's not gonna like disturb anybody while they're awake, like yeah. sleeping. So I hear like footsteps go up the like my stairs, and then it just stops, and all of a sudden my door just like slams open, and this old like hat the hag like runs up to me like some people they say that they like the old hag like jumps on them and strangles them and stuff like that but she was just screaming in my face like, wow just <laughs> just like, like ah! it was, i could like you can't move but you can kind of like move your eyes around i don't think your eyes are open when like if somebody saw you sleeping and stuff like that but you're kind of aware of the environment around you so like and you can kind of just like i was just like looking up at this like old hag just screaming in my face wow and at that point as well um i felt i don't know if i was actually like moving my hands around but i could start moving my hands no i was saying that eventually i would yeah like yeah. start being able you to start move, come out of it yeah start moving more parts of my body so i was able to like kind of twitch my hand and i was poking my girlfriend in the butt <laughs> right because <laughs> my hand was like like near her butt and i was just like like couldn't scream or anything like that like yeah yeah uh apparently when like i came out of it um she noticed that i was just like oh really like, like i wasn't like <laughs> proper going ah! like i was in the in my sleep paralysis wow first thing i thought was is the old hag was he talking about his mum because he says that she came in and then it sounds like he says oh and then she came to my door and started screaming in my face. But he means that the, so the old hag came in when his mum came into the house. Well, his mum used to come in late at night. So to him, someone coming in the door, coming out the stairs, wasn't normal. It wasn't unusual to him. 
Oh, so he heard that. It wasn't like it was mum. Not. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just thought, oh, it's my mum back. I thought, okay, and then so the door slammed open, and this old woman, which isn't his mum, she like that'd ran be, up to him. That'd be horrible. And just screamed in his face. It sounds. I've seen a bit from listening to it. It sounds like a really horrible, like drug trip story. Yeah. Does he do uh, drugs? Uh, probably not at the time. I was thinking. Because um, I, I thought when I was listening to it, I was laughing, not because it sounds funny, because it sounds horrendous, and I feel really sorry for your mate, yeah. but when when I first heard it, I thought it was that it was happening, and then his mum came in, and then like the old hag would have been like, oh, caught in the act, needs to go now, Oh no. and she like ran off, but, no. and then he, in the um, in the recording, does he say, I think this is what I heard, his mum then came in as he was, like, whimpering. As no, 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 no. His, his girlfriend. girlfriend. He was sleeping yeah. next to him. Okay. So this all happened while he was sleeping next to his girlfriend. He was trying to poke her. And so to him, it sounded like he was screaming. Yeah. But obviously, he wasn't, because... Well, no, he, he, even he up. was, like, just, like, uh, couldn't couldn't scream. Right. But he was trying to poke and her. And that, that's only happened to him once with the old hag. With the old but hag, he has yeah. experienced the sleep process many yeah, times. Yeah, with nothing else. Does he still experience it? Uh, every now and then, but the old hag hasn't come back. That is the how, story. How often does he have sleep paralysis? Uh, he said rarely these days. So, so was it when he was younger? Much younger? Yeah, this was about about seven years ago. Hmm. How old is he now? Uh, twenty-five. Okay, so he's like eighteen when this happened. Yeah, about that. Wow. It's really strange. So, um, I can I can kind of understand what that feeling feels like that not being able to scream or do anything when i was when i was really young and the reason i haven't mentioned this as a story is because this isn't really a sleep paralysis story this is more i was having a dream have you ever had those dreams when in your dream you say to yourself this is a dream i need to wake up and you're like you're you're aware that this is a dream i don't know if you guys have you had that no no everyone says this sort of thing i don't ever really get that with dreams have you ever had that sis What's that? Well, you're dreaming, and in your dream, it's like you say to yourself in your dream, I'm dreaming, I need to wake up, and you like try to wake yourself up. Um, I've had it a lot of times where, and this is completely off topic, I have a dream. Oh, really? It is. <laughs> when I have a dream where I'm in like a video game, but it's like a really violent video game, and I'm trying to press the off switch on the oh. console, because I'm playing this game, but I'm like sucked into the TV, and I'm just like in this game, and I'm just like, oh, you know, like horror games that I don't like, yeah. and mm-hmm. I just walk away. Well, I can't walk away, and I can't turn the computer off. I'm trying to like get to the computer before you know I get killed or something. That's mm-hmm. that's the experience that I had. And again, this was when I was like eight or nine years. I was really young, and in the dream, I had this like really horrible old woman started to walk towards me. I was in my grandparents' old garage, and I I just felt myself feeling really scared. So then I tried to scream, but even in my dream, I was like barely whimpering. Um, and my like that was because it was late at night. My dad was coming to bed as it was happening. He could like hear it happening, so he came and woke me up. So I can imagine what that must feel like, and it like but having that experience happening to you while you're awake that must be really horrific. Mm. If it ever happened to me, you would never be the same again. Well, he said after um. For weeks, he was really scared to go to sleep. He didn't want to go to yeah. sleep. I would. For the rest of my me. life, yeah. yeah. It really bothered me trying to fall asleep. Thinking, Just in case it happen. happened again. Yeah. I um, actually did have an experience where I thought I saw a figure in my room. Okay. Um, You know what my mum's like? She'll 
you guys have met my mum. Um, she she will just lady. like do very strange things in the middle of the night. Like I've woken up loads of times and she's like re re wallpapered the lounge or something in the night. <laughs> yeah. Um, but one time I woke up and to I just turned my head and it was like a big white figure next to me, and I was just started screaming straight away. Like, ah, right. Macaulay Culkin. My mum burst in, turned the light on, and it was a washing machine. Mum had to come and move the washing machine into my bedroom <laughs> next to my bed oh. in the middle of the night without me noticing. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I thought it was a big white ghost. So it was the washing. <laughs> so it was the washing machine when it gets to the end of the cycle and it goes. It wasn't on. It was just in the room. Oh She'd right. Moved, she was moving stuff out of the lounge, out of the kitchen, and she moved the washing machine into the room while I was asleep. And then I woke up like after she'd done it, and just saw this big white figure next to my bed, which was just the washing machine. <laughs> Nothing to sleep. Short paralysis. and stumpy ghost. Yeah. Nothing to sleep paralysis. So, Bobby, you said you have a story about sleep paralysis from someone, or yeah. Well, I saw. Um, I was browsing Reddit. Okay. And um, on the things I follow on Reddit, it, this story came up on my front page about sleep paralysis. So I thought, oh, I'll read that because I knew you were doing the show. And then I asked the person if it's okay if we talk about it on the show. They said, yeah. So um, I'll just read what they said, because I found this really interesting. And this was the first thing I'd read, which made me think of sleep paralysis not as a scientific thing. Because when you first said about it, I thought, oh, it's a sleep disorder. Yeah. Like we'd said before. And this is the first thing I saw that made me think, wait, this is more than just a sleep disorder. Because this is very strange. Okay, this is what it says. Three years ago, I moved into an apartment by myself that my friends had lived in previously. The apartment had various paranormal events occur that I can go into another time. Shortly after moving into the apartment, I started experiencing sleep paralysis. I was able to see the clock on my nightstand, and some nights it would last for at least an hour. Wow. It would feel like a person was grabbing my ankles and pulling me out of bed. I would have the sensation that I was holding onto the corners of my bed, um, though I couldn't lift my arms. When I would finally wake up, my sheets would be pulled off the bed, which I found strange. So I mentioned my experience to my friend, and she had a concerned look on her face. She told me that she too had experienced similar sleep paralysis events in that same bedroom when she had lived in that apartment. She never experienced any sleep paralysis episodes before living in the apartment, or after moving out. Uh, Shortly after our conversation, I moved out of the apartment. I've not experienced a sleep paralysis episode ever since. And then she asked if anyone else has had any similar experiences. So, what do you think about that? So specific to that place, yeah. then. Wow. I've, that's why I, when you said about the village, I asked about it being specific to a location because I'd read that. Mm. Very strange. That's similar to something them said about um, St. Breville's. Is that what you're talking about in the car? That's what I was thinking about this when you said about it. St. Breville's, we need to search What's that, that right now. Yeah. Saint I mean, that, that to me is why I said earlier that I think some of it is demonic because it, it seems a ca- connected to, yeah, it seems connected to like one particular location it seem, and, and maybe something had happened in that area. I'm not saying it was built on an ancient Indian like, <laughs> burial ground. Do you but... think it's like, um, you know, we're in like a quite a fragile state when we sleep? It's like a demon taking advantage of us in a state in which we don't have complete control of our body anyway. Yeah, I guess so. I guess that makes sense. I suppose you you, you feel, sometimes you can feel vulnerable when you, you're asleep because of those reasons. You, or, you know, some people, you know, feel feel vulnerable because they, they feel like they can't protect themselves. You're not ready for if someone was to come into your house or something. Mm. 
then I guess subconsciously you you you're not ready for it. You, you know, so maybe that's it. You found something, Tess? Yes, yeah, so in Saint Breville's, um, it's a really haunted castle, and in the different rooms you can stay in, there's different ghosts. Okay. Uh, one of them says the sound of a crying baby is often heard in this room. During recent renovations to the ceiling of this room, the wrapped-up corpse of a baby fell from the rafters, Ugh. leading many to believe it's this baby that can be that? heard so often. That's what I don't understand, my people, right? Because why would you? Why would you stay there? Do if I, go, I saw oh, that, yeah, but I would stay there because I'm recording this podcast. I would go there with a portable recorder and be like, "Did we hear the baby?" Yeah, but I don't. This is why I don't really watch horror movies because. I don't I don't get the thrill of I don't understand make wanting to make myself even if I was going for like research purposes if I was to go there and I read on say I went on TripAdvisor and saw yeah. that a dead baby a dead fell baby out of rafters, yeah. I would I mean I, I'm not going why would I want that to happen but, to me but you're recording the show if I was do, if I was to go say all three of us went mm-hmm. and we were like let's go check it out I'd be a bit more... I wouldn't go on my own. No, I would definitely... That's the sort of place I definitely want to go to record the show. I don't want to go in the dead baby room. Okay, you can have the, you can have the sleep paralysis room. Or I don't, I don't want that it? one either. Are there themed rooms? Are they like there's dead one. baby room, <laughs> old hag room, yeah, literally. There's demon one, room? There's one called Chaplain's Room. Dark figures are seen in this room also, often standing in the doorway, blocking people's escape route. Strange flashes of light and red orbs are often seen. People have reported the sensation of being touched when no one else is around. And the beds have also been known to move, as well as people witnessing indentations on their beds as if someone is sitting down. Well, can you imagine that sitting in bed and it looks like the, the mattress suddenly goes like, like someone sits down next to you? The constable's room. The sudden feeling of light headiness and strangulation has been reported in this room. As well as strangle, unexplained rustling noises. Why is it called overbearing, putrid smells that come as fast as they go? Do you think the people who own this place like said? If you stayed in the same room as Beef, you wouldn't (laughs) know whether it was the ghost or (laughs) his nerves getting the better of him. (laughs) Putrid smells. (laughs) That sounds to me. That's like the opposite of the Alton Towers Hotel. Where you've got like the air room, Nemesis room, Thomas the Tank Engine room, Fireman Sam room. It's like one of them Japanese love hotels, but horrific. I just, I think, I know some people are like would do that, but I, I yeah, I don't fancy that. Yeah, come on, mate. I'm if we were going, like all three of us, sharing a twin bed together, we'll stay for four nights, one in each room, save their baby till last. No, I mean I'd go in the same room. Or I'll sleep on the yes. floor in the same room. Yeah, that's what I mean. We'll, we'll go in a different room every night. There's one that um, relates to sleep paralysis, actually. Go on, then. The Porter's Lodge. In this area, a gentleman staying at the castle reported feeling being pinned down on his bed with him unable to move. A misty and sometimes dark show has been seen standing near the fireplace and it's been seen near the doorway. A strange dragging sound is often heard as well as the sound of a crying child. Mm, another crying child. We've, My favourite. We've, we've like said this before, haven't we? Not life. not on the pods, but we've said it before that the sound of a crying child. Or we have said it on the pod. Did we, we say talked it on the about pod? if you children at night, or was it that you're talking about the sound of a child, or if you see a child at night, 
It's scary because kids are supposed to be in bed. We're talking about fear of the unknown. You're like, why are they there? This is scary. I find any kind of laughing. Yeah. When so, for example, a few, a few months ago, um, my my wife was laughing in her sleep. Right. And it was just as I was waking up in the morning, and it really freaked me out because I was like, even though it's a happy sound, and I was thinking, oh, she's obviously. <laughs> Were you, were you laughing in your sleep? Yeah, she laughs in her sleep. That's actually scary. I find that scary. Yeah, I do when... that all the time. We're laughing in her sleep. Yeah, I've woken up just in tears of laughter. <laughs> oh, that sounds horrible. And then it's just like, what are you laughing at? <laughs> if because it, to me it's. <laughs> to me, imagine I mean... waking up in a room with tears of him laughing hysterically. I've seen you laughing Think hysterically like as well. <laughs> I'd like. <laughs> I've seen you watching like Limmy videos and laughing hysterically. I can't imagine that. A sli- that would terrify me. Yeah. Imagine waking up to that. Imagine. But uh, going going back to Richie's story, don't know if we're allowed to say his name, but Richie's story. Does he want yeah, his, name? Say his name? Oh, Richie, okay. Richie, Richie, Richie. Um, I said it now. I can't cut that. I can't edit it. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, that that to me is is really. It's just a really horrendous, th- yeah. And I, yeah, I find it like a demonic. It's almost like a demonic thing. Having not experienced it myself, it's hard to say. But yeah, have you got many more stories, Tis? Um, it's weird actually. I I don't have a first hand sto- story of this, but um, there's a guy who I used to work with who got given morphine when he got beaten up by bouncers, and he and and someone told me that he said after taking morphine. He saw demons and just the worst things. Like he had the worst nightmares of just demons and crap like that. So it's really weird. We're getting a request for someone to call in. Right, we've spoken to Armin. Mm-hmm. And we're going to put his clip in right now. It's really interesting. Really, really. It's awesome. Are we going to play it now? Yeah. Okay, so this is um, our talk with Armin. Yeah. Can you hear me? Hi, is this Armin? Yes, yeah, this is Armin. Okay, so we're um, in the middle of talking about uh, sleep paralysis today. And Tiss has been hosting and he's been telling us some stories. And we've had a couple of interviews on here, which we've listened to. Um, and you said that you suffer from sleep paralysis or have done. Uh, yes, I uh, still do. Um, me, both of my brothers, and my father have had a long history of it. According to my father, it runs in all the men in his family. Oh, wow. So so all the men in within your dad's family have suffered or do suffer from sleep paralysis? Um, as far as he knows, his, uh, his father, my grandfather, had told him that um, uh, we know for sure that medically insomnia... Uh, very serious insomnia runs through all the men in my family. I had it, both my brothers as well as my father and my grandfather had it. Um, my grandfather had told my father that my grandfather, my great-grandfather, and then, of course, me, my brothers, and my father, we all had sleep paralysis issues. So as far as uh, we know, um, everyone as far back as we can remember has had uh, sleep paralysis issues throughout their lifetime. Wow. What um, we've been talking about is, have you... When you've suffered from sleep paralysis, have you ever had any um, hallucinations? Uh, yes, I have um, myself. Uh, I know for a fact my father has. He's talked to me about them. Uh, my middle brother uh, has had a few that he's let me know about, but my oldest brother does not like to talk about it. 
Okay, um, hey Armin, it's Beef. Hey Beef, how are you doing? I'm, I'm pretty good, how are you? Good, good. Awesome. Um, so, like, what, so do your brothers, do they, do you experience different things, or do you all experience, like, similar things? Um, it's, it's very different for each of us. Um, my dad, for one, he, he frequently, uh, experiences shadow people. Um, and he actually has, uh, he's actually named one of them the man in the turban. And, uh, that's mainly because it's this specific shadow person that he sees, um, very frequently, more than the other ones. The other ones just seem like generic shadow people, you know, shadowed silhouettes. But uh, the one he calls the man with the turban uh, is a shadow person, but it looks like he's wearing a dark jacket and has uh, somewhat of a, a turban you would see on a uh, Sikh gentleman on his head. That's really interesting. What we've... Uh, a lot of people seem to say they either see um, just a shadowy man um, an old hag or a demon. Um, there, they seem to be the most common things. But people, a lot of people, seem to say like they see the same things. It's like um, a shared experience for many people that suffer from sleep paralysis. They will all claim to see these same figures. But we haven't heard about the man in the turban. Tis, have you heard about the man in the turban? I've not heard anything. So that's really interesting to me. But the shadow man. That's. So is it uh, something you still suffer from regularly? Um, yes, actually. I would say, um, at least two to three times a month, uh, I have a sleep paralysis, uh, paralysis episode, um, somewhere in the month at least two to three times. Wow. Wow. Okay. That's a, that's a lot. And so when it happens, is it, um, sort of, do you have any concept of time passing while you're doing it? Like how long will it la- an episode last for you? That's, that's where it becomes a difficult uh, issue to measure the time, um, mainly because uh, there have been instances where because my insomnia will be so bad, um, I will not have even realized I've fallen asleep, and next thing I know, my I'm somewhat conscious, but my body can't move, so I'll have fallen asleep not knowing it, and next thing I know, you know, I'm seeing the hallucinations and everything. Hmm. Yeah. A lot of people say that they can't really have a, a sense of time. It's almost like when you when you dream, you don't know how much time's passed when you dream. It's that sort of strange state. So you, it doesn't. You don't really know how long you've been under the sleep paralysis episode. Exactly. Yeah. I there's there is no way for me to be able to measure the time. Um, you know, there have been times where I've tried to look at, I have a little, just little digital clock, alarm clock to wake me up in the mornings on the uh, nightstand. I've tried to look over at it, but it never has time on it. It's always just blank. Oh, that's very strange. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I thought you were going to say that it's out of view, like it's on your nightstand so you can't see it. I didn't realize that when you see it, like there's nothing on there. That's, that's really weird. Yeah, it's, uh, you can, if, um, See, I'm, I'm a strange sleeper, as my girlfriend likes to call it. I sleep straight on my back, looking directly at the ceiling with my arms either above my head or to the side. So when these attacks do happen, I, can, I can't move my head, but I can see out of my peripheral vision. Right. And I have a decent look at the clock, but it just looks as if the clock is off. Okay. That's very strange. And do your, the, your brothers, do, do you say they have the same sort of experiences? 
Um, my oldest brother, I'm not sure. Uh, he doesn't. I all I know is he's had sleep paralysis um episodes. He doesn't really like to talk about them. Um, my middle brother. Um, as far as I know, his are his are generically the same. The typical things you hear about sleep paralysis. Um, he hallucinates uh, about you know demons, shadow people. Uh, they're in the room with him. He can't move his body. Um, but as far as uh, the concept of time and everything, I'm not sure I'd have to ask them. What we've um, been talking about is uh, what what people think it is. Because some people just consider it a sleeping disorder. And then some people say with the hallucinations and stuff and people seeing demons, it's more of a spiritual thing. Um, but I just wonder where you stood on that. What What you think? What you think it is? Um, it's actually, actually, I'm glad you asked that question. I had talked about something similar to this, um, with a few friends last night, um, when I let them know I would be on the podcast, uh, or at least recording with y'all. Um, I believe that it does have its basis in spiritualism to a point. I think, I don't, I don't know how to word it, um. I, I do think some people are, are more sensitive to things, and sleep paralysis might possibly be a way of that sensitivity kind of manifesting itself, I guess you could ask. Mm. We, we, we sort of touched on this earlier in the show. We talked about how um, if, you, if you believed in it in a spiritual sense, it's almost like saying... Um, like while while you're asleep or while you're in that state, you're very fragile and not in control of your body as it is. And uh, you could believe that if you if you believe in demons and that sort of thing, it's almost like they're taking advantage of you when you're in that fragile state and using that as a time to intervene. I can I can definitely I can definitely see that. Um, my my experiences uh, are more actually along the lines of that, along the uh, the lines of the uh, demonic aspect of it. Um, as far as my sleep paralysis experiences go, uh, I do have shadow people sometimes, but mainly it's just one figure, and it's the... It's it's not always the same figure, he's not always there, but I would say at least once a month, it's him. Um, it's this gentleman uh, in a... It looks like he's wearing a black leather jacket, black pants, and it seems like he has long black hair, and um, I actually, just like it was yesterday, I remember the first time I ever had a sleep paralysis experience with him in it, um, and it, it was it was funny that he said that uh, everyone says that these uh, hallucinations all say the same thing. The, um, the figure was at the side of my bed, and it looked like it leaned down to me, and it told me everyone and everything is lost. Wow. Whoa. And then I felt a sharp pain on my arm, and if I looked down out of my peripheral vision, it looked like he was biting my arm, but he had he had spread something on my arm and was biting through it into my arm. Wow, that sounds terrifying. It it really is. It's um as as the, as I've gotten older, as I've looked more into it, as, as I've learned more about the sleep paralysis, um I still see the figure, and he still, from time to time, will say everyone and everything is lost. But he hasn't uh, bit me yet. He hasn't bit me since. So I don't know if that's because I've 
learned more about the sleep paralysis issue, and I, I do believe in demons, I do believe in angels, uh, and because I believe in that, I don't know if that's what's causing him to stay away, or if it's more of a psychological thing. So... You you said that um this this shadow man um talks to you um and, and which does sound horrible. Does it have you has either your father or your brother or your brothers have they said a similar thing happened to them or has has the shadow people or the the turban man that your father said have any of them tried to speak to any other members of your family? My father said he thinks the turban man has tried to talk to him before, but. It wasn't with words. He says every time the turban man shows up, he just, he feels this loud ringing, shaking sensation throughout his body. Like someone has, he says it's the equivalent of, imagine someone grabbing your head and just shaking your head very fast for about five seconds. Wow. Wow. And um, he says that's what he gets to uh, experience whenever the turban man shows up. Um, my middle brother, the one that has told me he has sleep uh, paralysis um, as well and has gone into the experiences, uh, he hasn't really talked about much about them communicating with them. Um, he just touches on the aspect of, uh, you know, it's, it's usually a shadow person or a demon, uh, demon-like entity, and it scares him very much. That's that's usually what he's done at the you said that you suffer from insomnia. Um, yes, insomnia runs... Uh, all the men in my family have a very serious cases of insomnia. As far back as my uh, great-grandfather, my grandfather, my father, both my brothers and myself, we uh, all suffer from severe insomnia. Do you, do you think... Um, now, that, that suggests to me there's a link, but do you think it's to do with, like... The insomnia is caused by the fear that comes with the sleep paralysis. Like you, you, you're scared to sleep in case these you see these things, and it plays on your mind or or not. I'm I'm not sure about that one. I want to say no because I I can remember having insomnia as far back as I want to say elementary school. So first or second grade, I've had it um really bad. But uh, the the sleep paralysis episode, they really started um, around 7th or 8th grade, um, right when I was about to go into high school. So I, I do think they are connected at one point, but I don't think the sleep paralysis causes the insomnia. Now, one thing we did discover is um, all of the men in my family went through that phase where we went to see a doctor, see if there was any, you know, like a medication or something we could take to help with the insomnia. And um, what we each had to, you know, kind of figure out for ourselves was whatever medication the doctors put us on, even something like a over-the-counter uh, vitamin you could buy, melatonin, it would make our sleep paralysis episodes about 10 times worse and happen 10 times more often. So, whereas without any medication, I was only having sleep paralysis uh, two or three times a month, um, on some kind of medication, I would probably say I was having a sleep paralysis issue, uh, issue and experience at least once a week. Wow. Oh, that wow. seems like a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it was crazy. So we all just, we all got to that. It all took us, you know, different points in our lives, but we got to that point where we said, 
you know, we'll just stay off medication because two to three times a month is much better than, you know, one time a week. Yeah. So, okay. um, you, you said you believe in angels and demons. Yeah. Um, would you call yourself a Christian or anyone in your family? Do they, do they go to church or anything like that? Um, my parents are both, uh, Muslim and, um, they, uh, they, my mom is very, I wouldn't say she's very religious, but she believes she kind of keeps her faith to herself. We were, we were all raised to keep our faith to ourselves. Mm. Um, you know, it's what we believed in. Um, we didn't have to push it on anybody else and everything like that. Um, as far as me personally, um, I, I do not consider myself a Muslim. I was born to two Muslim parents, but that's about as far as I see it. I don't consider myself a Muslim. I, I believe in a God. I believe in angels and demons. But um, in my personal journey of faith, that's about as far as I've gotten with it. Still, still searching, I guess you could say. Oh right, yeah. I was just interested because you said, um, and and that was kind of my view from because I, I I go to a church and a few other people from my church experience experience sleep paralysis and they they've experienced that and they say that when they when they wake up they they sit and like read the bible and um tis was saying that he's got he's read of accounts where muslims have read the quran to try and like calm themselves down and so i didn't know if that was something you you had experienced as well i'm just wondering really um i i have my father told me that um my grandfather his father used to read the uh quran a lot um and so, now that you mentioned that, that just somewhat kind of leads me to believe that that's something my grandfather might have done to comfort himself. Um, he was he wasn't a very open man. He was um, he was a very good guy. Helped you know he would give the shirt off his back to uh, a complete stranger if they needed it. Um, but he wasn't a very uh, open person as far as his emotions went. Hmm. Um, so I could I could kind of see him. You know, now that you've said that, I could see him reading the Quran as um, comfort. Uh, mm. The the men in my family, on the other hand, um, I believe we've all written, written, uh, read the Quran. Uh, but I know me and my middle brother, we have uh, actually read both the Quran and the Bible multiple times. We um, we both like to actually read it once a year. Wow. Wow, that's. So just just from being a Christian, I know that's quite a feat. So to do that with two religious books is quite phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> You've never the, read the Bible. The worst part is uh, neither of us, both of us were uh, born here in the U.S., so neither of us can read or write uh, in Arabic. Wow. So it took us forever to be able to find a um, properly translated uh, Quran in English. Wow, that's that's amazing. Beef calls himself a Christian, but he's never even read the Bible all the way through, let no. alone once a year. <laughs> I, I've probably, I've probably read most of it. I've probably read like ninety percent. I don't know. I couldn't, I couldn't quote many verses. <laughs> well, that's not good enough. Hmm. Well, it's, 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 it's a long one. It takes a while. Yeah. Before we jump off the subject for sleep paralysis, yes. Um, I don't know when y'all are going to release the episode, but a good documentary I highly, highly recommend for y'all. Um, it has to do. With it's all about sleep paralysis. It follows, I think, four or five people who uh, experience sleep paralysis through their lives. Just uh, about two or three times a month. Okay. Uh, one gentleman actually experiences it twice a week for the last uh, 10 or 15 years. It's called The Nightmare. Okay. Oh, I've heard of this. Um, yeah, I've heard of this. We was going to watch this. So um, this episode should go up on Tuesday. 
But um, I we'll try and get together and, and watch that, us three. Um, there's a few documentaries and things we wanted to watch, so I'll definitely add that to our list. I definitely, definitely recommend it. Um, it, it goes over a lot of the things we actually talked about here today, uh, sometimes more in depth. And um, there's actually one segment where they ask the people uh, what methods they use to, to kind of ward off the sleep paralysis and not have it happen as much uh, as it used to. And what you'll find interesting is a lot of the methods that these people on the documentary talk about if you go online and look, a lot of these methods are used worldwide by multiple people in different countries who want to ward off sleep paralysis. Everything from uh, sleeping with a uh, Bible or a holy book under your pillow to um, having white noise on the television when you're going to bed. Mm. Okay, well, thanks for that. We'll definitely definitely watch that and um, have a look. Do we have anything else? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, thanks very much for speaking with us today. Oh, no problem. It's an honor to be on the show, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you. We appreciate it, too. All right. I'll keep up the good work. Take care of yourself. Thanks right. very much. Thank you. Thanks, man. No problem. Thank you. See ya. Wow. Hey, that went all right. That was really cool. It's done a live interview. Yeah, where were you? <laughs> what do you think of that, Tess? It's great. You didn't talk I mean, much. It wasn't, huh? You didn't talk much. You left it all to me and I was just listening. It was just very interesting. Did, um... When I say brilliant, it's not brilliant. It's it's horrifying. Mm. Um, but it's good that he shared it with us. Did it? Do you find a lot of what he said confirmed, like all the stuff that you looked up and you, you researched and found out? Yeah, and it added new twists. What do you think to the turban, man? Uh, well, it's just another twist, isn't it? It's yeah. just another vision that another I've not seen before. Tale. But it's yeah, it's just really interesting, isn't it? So we'll get together and we'll watch that um, documentary that he talked about, The Nightmare. We'll yeah. put it on our list with our Paul McCartney is really dead documentary. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And um, The Exorcist and Three Men and a Baby. Yeah. Running out of time <laughs> to watch all these movies. Didn't then. you watch Three Men and a Baby the other day? No, it was on TV. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure I heard someone else talk about it as well. <laughs> Why didn't you watch it? It was a prime opportunity. I don't want to watch it. Oi. Like, you need That's to see all. it. Um... Now, I was going to do... We're running out of time for recording today. Yeah. Um, so my usual um, segment... What is it? Ghost Story of the Week. Thank you. Um, I was going to tell a very long story on that, but it's going to be too long for this episode. So what I'm going to do is tell a short story that I was going to save till next week for my Haunted Houses episode or for the next episode. Um, which is actually my own personal story. Now, I don't actually believe in ghosts. Shocking, um, seeing as I'm going to be doing a ghost episode. Uh, not saying I don't believe there's something that people are seeing and whatever. So I'm always trying to discredit myself with these stories. Um, but let me tell one. So I talked a few times on the podcast about my mum's house. Yep. Um, do you consider my mum's house a haunted house? Um, I think it looks like a haunted house, and I think when you're walking to the toilet at night, it feels like a haunted house. Right. But I don't, I don't know. That's not to say it doesn't feel warm and inviting. Um, do you consider my mum's house a haunted house, Tess? Yeah, it's kind of weird, it's a little bit creepy. To be fair, when I went there, I didn't have it drilled into me too much that it was haunted, so I wasn't 
fixated on the haunted too much. Okay, um, I have a few strange stories from within it, but I'll tell one of them and I'll save the others for my haunted houses one because it's the haunted house. Um, at one time, uh, me and my friend Jibs were staying at my mum's house. Um, and every night we stayed there, there was a huge stuffed bear, like a big teddy bear or something, a big stuffed animal, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I put it under the duvet every night, because <laughs> I'm hilarious, <laughs> yeah. either scare him or annoy him, or he would think I was in bed or whatever, <laughs> um, and he got really tired of it. The Just joke, for a right laugh. Yeah, the joke wore very thin, but on the last night, um, he went in there, um, I didn't do it on the last night, by the way, okay. and I heard him go in the bedroom. And he was going, yeah, well, very funny. You can, it's not, you know, it's not funny anymore. Like what he was doing every other night. And I went in there, and the room had all the drawers wide open, all the cupboard open, all the clothes hanging out of every cupboard and every drawer, the window wide open, and the bed covers pulled back. And I sort of stood next to him, thinking he was doing it back to me. He was doing something to scare me, to annoy me or whatever on the last night. Mm. And uh, we sort of both stood next to each other in the, in the doorway to the room and um, sort of looked at each other. And he was like, I said, what, what, like, what, what have I done? He was like, all this. I was like, no, no, I shut. I literally had just shut the window, the window at least I remembered shutting before I went and brushed my teeth. Came back, I was like, no, no, I shut that. And he was like, no, it, it was shut when I was in it. And then... You know, we both sort of gauging if each other's lying. So there was a bit of like a laugh. Right. And then when we both realised, oh, he's telling the truth, we ran. We ran <laughs> straight out of that room and we actually slept, um, you know, the upstairs landing, the sofa. Yeah. We slept on that sofa oh, for the that. night because we were too scared to go back in that room. And I don't know the explanation. I'm always, you know, like I say, I try and rationalise things to myself. So I'm mm. like, well, maybe I didn't shut the window and maybe I did pull all those drawers open and I didn't, but maybe they were like that anyway. But, you know, I remember shutting the window. I remember that. So that's a very strange experience I had. Um, the experience myself. And I remember saying to my mum, like, I don't know if I can come and stay in your house anymore oh, the next day because I was just so freaked out. Really? Mm. Did... um. How, how When was this? Like, I guess it was quite late at night. Yeah, it was probably about half ten, eleven at night. So your sisters would have probably been Yeah, Yeah, everyone, everyone else was in bed apart from us. Ah, so it couldn't have even been your mum? No. Or anyone? No, it was very strange. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. I thought I told you that before. I don't think so. Yeah. Have I told you that before, Tess? I think you have, yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a couple of stories from my mum's house. So I'll be telling them next week when we talk about haunted houses, but that's just a little tease. Cool. Anything else to talk about sleep paralysis, Tissy? That's everything. Um, obviously, Armin recommended watching the film The Nightmare, so that's our recommendation of the week. We haven't watched it yet, but yeah. we're going to check it out. Because I had huge thanks again to Armin for coming. Yeah, on. that was fantastic. Really appreciate him sharing. Yeah. And um, he even told us his own ghost story of the week which we're saving for a future episode. So maybe in next episode or the episode after, we'll be... Dropping it in there. Dropping a little bit. I might more. even drop it in on my, my next episode. Sure. Unless... So you've got we'll a see. little bit more Armin to look forward to. 
Exactly. So, until next time, sleep well. <laughs> oh no. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.